0: All right, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Regardless of the time you're listening to this, uh, it's evening for me and uh, I've stalled long enough. Welcome back to The Last Question. If you're a subscriber, ongoing listener, thank you from the bottom of my heart for being a subscriber or at least ongoing listener. Thank you for giving this show a chance and for your continued support. If you're new to The Last Question, Um, this may not be the episode to start with, but I am uh, thrilled that you're here. I'm grateful that you're here. I'm grateful that you would give me a few minutes of time, um, maybe to convince you that this show is worth more time in the future. So if you, uh, pay any attention to release dates and times, excuse me, or if you, um, well, you've heard me talk about it before. I normally release the standard weekly episode Thursday afternoons, four twenty three p.m. on the East Coast. There's a there's a bit of a story behind that, and then Monday morning meditations, Monday six a.m. on the East Coast or thereabouts. I've been late before. I've been recording after six a.m. sometimes, and then you'll see it come out after that. For the most part, at least for me, I'm a I'm a avid podcast listener. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm an avid podcast listener, and I somewhat pay attention to release timing, but really I just let the things show up on my phone, on the app. Um, You know, I get excited when some of my favorites drop a new episode, and I listen to the episode when I've got a chance. It's 7 p.m. on the East Coast, Thursday, May 20th, 2021. So if you're doing the math, I'm uh, coming up on three hours late releasing this episode. And um, I came very close, was coming very close <clears throat> today to simply not recording at all. Uh, you may or may not be able to tell, I sound like a lawnmower chewing up wet grass. Uh, and I'm really not feeling good. Been sick, been under the weather the past couple of days? No, not with COVID. Uh, I feel like I have to add that qualifier that's been the reality for the better part of a year. I simply have a head cold, but I've not been sick in more than a year. Um, I'm sure a combination of better hygiene, masks, and just having not interacted with human beings in person on a regular basis. But kids have been going to school, to daycare. They're interacting with people. People are getting out, getting out and about, and doing all the things that the normal world does, which I am grateful for. And so one of the signs of the world getting back to normal, or at least our part of the world getting back to normal, is random nuisances like Colts. So a couple of weeks ago, I skipped the episode because we had a lot going on in the house. I had a lot going on with work. We had family in town both weekends. And um, I just decided it, it was best to forego the episode that week. This week I had an interview scheduled and I was excited to bring you that interview. Uh, the interview originally moved from Monday to Thursday morning to this morning, and then I had to be the one to say, "Hey, I, I'm so sorry, but we're not going to be able to do it today." I could have toughed out the interview; uh, it would have been a Zoom conversation. I could have toughed it out, could have done my best to mask the voice. Really, the goal in 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 the two way conversation, right, is for you to hear from me as little as possible. So, ideally, it would have been fine, but. Um, given my relative inability to focus the last couple of days and a rough voice probably would not have been fair either to her, to my guest or to the audience, her audience or mine. <clears throat> so I come to you just for a couple of minutes today with a couple of thoughts, something to to leave you with this week. Um, not necessarily because you want to hear me in this state, not necessarily because um, this is going to be my best episode, although I always seek for the next episode to be better than the last one, but because, um, well, a couple of reasons, if you are on LinkedIn at all, I would encourage you to look up Rob Rens R-E-N-S. He's a state farm insurance agent. He now uh, owns and runs a media company, publishes a podcast called Signal Fire Radio, an eight year Marine Corps veteran. And does a lot of work, um, charitable work, nonprofit work for veterans, talks a lot about veteran transition, military to civilian transition, and that kind of thing. So in on one of his episodes, and then one of the video clips he shared a few days ago, he talked about how important it is to show up, even when you don't feel like it, even when you're not having the best day, even when you get up and you're like, "Man, I'm just not feeling it." Showing up consistently on a regular basis at whatever frequency that you expect that you've promised that you sold to someone means more than simply hitting a home run every time you do show up, but you show up sparingly. And I, I would say I've gone back and forth on that idea over time. Uh, at, at one point, I think I would have argued that the home run sparingly would have made more sense, but and and, I'm, and it's probably true in some context, right? The, there's so much nuance to this type of thing. It's, it's impossible to capture. At least it'll be impossible for me to capture by myself. But I think his argument uh, carries an important point. Um, if you intend to lead well and to serve others, right? If you're working with a team and you have a vision in mind and you are really trying to serve your team of five, 10, 100, 300,000, however big your organization is, however big your sphere of influence, your footprint, your responsibility, it's not simply a matter of, excuse me, it's not simply a matter of leading well every couple of weeks, like being approachable demonstrating humility because you are appropriately humble, because you keep things in perspective, because you genuinely care for the teammates. It's not about doing that really well every two to three weeks. You have to show up as the leader that your team deserves and needs every day. But its it should be obvious. It's probably obvious, especially if you're in a job like this, if you have responsibility for others. It should be obvious that you're not going to be at your best every day. You will not be batting a thousand every day. You, you might be well below 500 uh, and you might be emotional, feeling sick under the weather, tired, cranky, had a bad morning with your kids, had a bad morning with your spouse, had a bad morning with the dog, had to take the dog to the vet last minute and then drop them off at home and then get to work by 10 or 11 and you're behind. All those types of things are reality and yet your team still deserves the best version of yourself that you can provide that day. And so thinking about this in the military context and, and even not in the military context, what I used to tell trainees of mine, um, you know, younger officers and airmen who I would talk with and work with, what I used to say is as a supervisor, as a leader, as a commander, your people can never see you have a bad day. And what I meant by that was, regardless of what's bugging you at home, regardless of what's bugging you about work, regardless of how much your boss has pissed you off, you can't lay that baggage at your team's feet. It's not your team's responsibility to fix it for you or to address it for you, particularly if it's work-related, particularly if your boss is pissing you off, right? You, you don't just go bad-mouthing your boss or complaining about your boss to your team at least in most contexts, right? I, I, I try not to ever be absolute, but can't think of too many scenarios where that's going to work out because it's counterproductive, right? It may feel good in the moment. You're getting some off your chest maybe, but at the end of the day, it's not going to support the team the way you need to because your boss is still the boss. And even if you and your boss have a disagreement, you don't want to put your team in the middle of that. It's not fair to them. It's not fair to you or your boss for that matter either, because your team, you will see your team dynamics slowly start to falter. But at any rate, I used to tell people, don't let them see you have a bad day. And when I got to ROTC, to the college environment, I would, I started to say that again and I would tell people that. And, you know, it's, there are so many differences. There are so many things to think about when you go from working with active duty people, you know, mid-20s to 30-year-olds, to college kids. And, and one of the key things is, right, a college student's peripheral life, the extracurriculars outside of ROTC and academics, right, every college kid has got something else going on. Family, friends, significant others, jobs, trying to make ends meet, paying rent on an apartment, trying to pay tuition, uh, trying to get groceries, trying to make all that happen and the car breaks down and they got to drive three hours to see their mom next week. It's not that they don't have stressors, but in this environment, in that environment, I quickly realized that when they heard me say, your people can't see you have a bad day, they took that to mean you've got to put on a mask. You've got to put on a persona. And, and worse yet, worse still, you have to be some version of perfect to them. If, if you know me, <clears throat> if you know me at all, you know that that's, that's not my message. That would never be my message. But what matters is not what I thought I was saying or what I said. It's what they took from it. And so people would start to, you know, our, our senior students, our folks who were responsible for younger students would, would start to, you know, just put on a face, put on a persona. They would not answer questions they didn't know the answer to. They wouldn't say, I don't know. They, they tried to look the part all the time. And then I would ask them, having seen that not work out well, having seen the discomfort in that moment, ask them, what, just say, I don't know. Or just be honest and say, hey, you know what? I am not feeling good today give me a minute. I'm going to reset myself. Let's get on with this exercise. Let's get on with this whatever. And I had a couple of them come back and call me right out. And they said, well, you always told us leaders don't let their people see them have a bad day. And I'm like, damn it. Of course, it's what I said. You're right. You should never let your see, let your people see you have a bad day like a lot of conversations I have with cadets, that was a key moment for me and a key lesson for me in understanding what assumptions you can make when you communicate with your students, with your team, with your trainees. Uh, Hint, not any if you can avoid it, right? Don't make any assumptions about what you think they're going to understand. The reality is my message had been don't lay your personal baggage at the feet of your team. But even that, there's probably more nuance in that than I'm giving the statement credit for, right? If I had a fight with my wife before I went to work, I'm not gonna sit there and blab all over the squadron, all over the office about what my wife and I are fighting about. But particularly with my peers or with my immediate subordinate, with my direct report, with my assistant or my deputy, if I had a rough morning and it's evident to them it's actually worse, I think, to just try to hide it. Some people could do that well, I cannot, and it's usually evident when I've had a bad start to the day or I'm having a bad day. So there's a fine line between you know, not blabbering about your personal details at work, but being honest with your team, with your teammates, that you are not feeling 100%, that you're not operating 100%. I still think, by and large, your team shouldn't see you have a bad day. But that doesn't mean they won't see you have a bad day. Because I think, ideally, none of us should have a bad day. But we all will have a bad day. We all will fall short, way short of perfect. We will even all fall short of our standard which is not perfection but it's probably high and we will even fall short of that high standard so what do you do when you fall short
1: there's no sense in hiding it if you hide it
0: it just adds tension everyone else already knows You're not meeting your standard or their standard. Something's off. So what do you do? When in doubt, you own it. You tell the truth and you own it. Rob Renz, who I mentioned at the beginning, his message was, you show up consistently. You show up even if you don't feel like it. You show up. Even if you think, oh God, it would just be easier. I'll, I'll sleep in an hour or so. I'll skip it today. Come back tomorrow, right? I'll skip the workout. I'll skip the recording. Skip the meeting. We'll push the meeting. I'll get it done tomorrow. But you have no idea what tomorrow is going to bring. You don't know how, how much better or worse you're going to feel tomorrow. So if you kick the can down the road, there's no guarantee you're going to pick the can up tomorrow. So what happens Tomorrow.
1: You just kick the can again?
0: Tomorrow's Friday. You might be listening to this on Friday. So what do you do if you kick the can again? Just hope it's not there in the middle of the road on Monday morning? Bet your ass it's going to be there for someone. Even if it's not you, it's there for someone. I realize this may not land now, but at some point, I think, You'll see what I mean. I feel like crap right now. I'll be totally honest with you. My voice sounds terrible. You could probably hear it. I'm coughing and clearing my throat here every few seconds because of, well, if you've ever had a head cold, you understand why. Don't feel good. Fell asleep. I was working from home, luckily, this morning. Took a couple of accidental naps at my desk. It's because I'm just that bad when I'm sick. And I came close to not showing up for this podcast. I'm, I mean, I'm, I am late, but I showed up. Maggie helped me with that, pushing me back downstairs and said, you need to record. Even if it's not the show you intended to do, you need to record. Because she understands as well as I do, she understands better than I do, the promise I've made to lead and serve and pass on a message to others. And she understands better than I do, she understands what Rob is saying, that showing up, regardless of how you feel, means way more than simply hitting a home run every so often. Because consistency is what matters. Consistency is how you hit more base hits and more home runs over time. I'm sorry if you're not a baseball fan. We're baseball fans in this house, and the baseball analogy really sticks in my mind. Consistency is what wins games. I mean, you you hear that literally in sports. You hear it in baseball, certainly. Your job is to get on base, then to get to the next base and the next base and to the plate. Home runs are great. They're icing. But that's not your job. Because what matters is the team winning the game, not you looking good in front of the audience, in front of the fans. So in this moment, and in the last couple of days, feeling the way I'm feeling, I've asked myself, what am I here for? What is my job? And part of my job, not just my day job, but this project I have chosen to undertake under the enabled word banner, the last question, podcast, this project, building better futures through better leaders. This project requires me to show up every day, regardless of how I'm feeling. My family requires me to show up. My boys, they, they can tell that I don't feel well, but that doesn't mean their world stops spinning. That doesn't mean their life stops.
1: So what do you need to show up for? What have you not shown up for? What are you, where are you not consistent? I'm not consistent
0: everywhere I need to be. I owe Maggie gratitude. I owe her a big thank you for tonight. In fact, she covered bath time. That's normally a thing for me, one half of it at least. One of the two gets their baths from me. She took that off my hands tonight. Now, one of the things in return was get downstairs and record. So you have her to thank for an episode still coming out this week. And as tough as that is to admit, that's the truth. I'm not feeling well. And I was debating all the way up until the moment she pushed me downstairs. I was debating just saying. I'll skip another week and I'll explain it in, on Monday's meditation. But she wasn't having it. Because she knew not only is her standard higher than that, she knows my standard is higher than that. And she knows how upset I would have been had I skipped again. And she knows how out of alignment that would have been with my message. Rob's right. Maggie's right. Your coach in whatever sport you played when you were a kid was right. Consistency wins games. Consistency in your message, in your effort, in simply your presence is what matters. So if you have a team looking for leadership, desperate for leadership, you owe them your presence. Just like I owe my team and my family mine, even when I'm not feeling it. Where are you not being consistent? Where are you not showing up? Give yourself a chance to be honest and say, This is where I've missed the mark. And then when you get back to your team, when you are present again with your team, tomorrow, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, whenever it is, don't try to hide. A bad day. That does not mean unload every detail. But when I used to say teams shouldn't see their leader have a bad day, I was wrong. They should see you make mistakes. They should see you struggle sometimes. They should see you on a bad day <clears throat> because it gives them permission to have a bad day. And if they see you still showing up consistently in spite of it, they'll show up because they know you have their back and they will have yours. And that's how you build a strong, lasting team. You show up consistently. You tell the truth. And if today's not going your way, if today's not feeling, you're not feeling it today, you're not feeling good, okay. Guys, I am not having a good day. It was a rough morning. Give them permission to have a rough day, to have a rough morning, to be late, to have a doctor's appointment come up last minute, to have a rough go with their spouse. Because if you show up consistently, they will show up consistently. That's the mark of a leader and a strong team.
1: Hope this gave you something to think about.
0: Thank you to Mag for pushing me downstairs, not literally, but getting me back downstairs to record. I'm sorry for the rough voice. Uh, Hopefully I'll be past it by this weekend. We've got a couple busy weekends coming up again. So I'm going to try to catch up on some sleep tonight, tomorrow, and I'm hopefully back to it like normal, normal voice for the Monday morning meditation coming up. One last thing, um, the podcast this past, excuse me, uh, the last podcast I did where I talked about if everything's important, nothing's important. Oh man, excuse me. <clears throat> uh, I got some great feedback. The restaurant example did not land with everyone. <clears throat> and I get that and I appreciate that. To those of you who emailed, thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, if you emailed me with feedback, that was awesome. I've gotten some great feedback and don't forget this is going to run through Sunday, 11:59 pm. Eastern Time. If you email me with feedback on that episode or any episode, you and your team are entered to win uh, free copies for every single person on your team, no matter the size of our new ebook, which is going to come out probably first of June called Our Team's Essential Skills, which is a workbook and guide to get you to a place where you can narrow your focus, cut the BS, and really refine not just what your team does every day but how to get better at what they do for your team's benefit for your organization's benefit and ultimately so that each and every one of you on that team can find meaning in what you do uh the ebook goes on sale beginning of June but in the meantime if you email me between now and Sunday this coming Sunday 23 May if I'm doing that right 11:59 p.m. on the east coast uh, three of those individuals who email in will be chosen at random to win a free copy of that ebook. And if you win the free ebook or the free copy, every single person on your team also gets a copy because it's, while it's a, a leader's tool, it is that much more effective if you go through it together. Uh, so send me a note, A-R-U-N at enabled would love to hear what you think, love it or hate it. I want, All the feedback that you've got, any questions you have, find me on social media, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. Send me an email, um, and I look forward to hearing hearing from you. Other than that, I'm going to wrap up some other work and then go to bed here soon. Otherwise, it's Thursday evening. Regardless of when you're listening to this, I hope you have a good Friday, a great weekend. Don't forget. Take a breath of fresh air. It's getting warm out there. It's in the 80s in Central Ohio all week. So enjoy some sun if you can. Hug a friend or family member and let them know how important they are to you. And go lead well.